Welcome in, you are listening to another episode of keepthechange.co.nz 30 and 30, hell of a bloody tune there, Plies, She Got It Made, certainly one you may have never heard before and hey look, I'm not going to uh, blame you or hopefully you're not going to judge me for using that as the intro track, but uh, it came into my mind earlier on and I thought I'm going to use that for one of these, but um, to just give you a quick story from my weekend, because it's a little bit topical as to what we're going to be talking about, I, um, I've actually been to a wedding and then uh, another, well, like the second day kind of thing, so a two-day wedding. And then I hopped in a plane and ventured to a funeral. And so very polar opposite sort of weekend for me. Now, I mentioned on uh, Instagram about this because I was at the airport and I was explaining how to get to this wedding, I had to grab a flight that cost me $488. And then to get home, it was going to cost me... 250 I think, so I was probably in a hole for about $750 to attend this funeral, and I was talking on Instagram about how I um, am very lucky that I could afford to do that, and I know that with this funeral, I probably didn't necessarily like need to go, and it, it was more I wanted to go because this person I know would do anything for me. Uh, and has done a lot for me, and so I wanted to to go to be able to show some support and, and be there. But um, you know, I was mentioning on Instagram how I can basically look back and go, "It's awesome that I've got myself into a position that I'm able to do that. Should I want to, uh, and actually be able to do it?" Where an older version of Luke, I just simply wouldn't have been able to. My life flexibility wouldn't have allowed for it, and my uh, funds wouldn't have allowed for it too. Now. It kind of got me thinking about, does that money come out of an emergency fund or does it come out of your everyday kind of living? Now, that I, I guess for me, I was I come to the conclusion that that is the sort of thing that would come out of the old emergency fund and, um, you know, that's something that you're not necessarily going to be able to budget for or think of and all of a sudden, if that's that important to you, then you've actually got the money and the ability to go and do that. And that's what we've been speaking about in some of these podcasts is actually getting yourself to a point that when things pop up in your life, you can actually address them or you can uh, go to things like that and it's not a big fright or it's not a uh, stressful situation or it's less stressful because you know you can actually handle it. And I know obviously that uh, I'm very lucky and blessed to be able to do that and um, it just, it, yeah, it's something that I think is is worth mentioning and to, do you need to determine what is an emergency and what isn't sort of thing you know money is a tool nothing more nothing less and that is what we store it for so that we can use those tools when we need to of course if we get so wound up and in investing and um you know trying to save every dollar everywhere we look and and all of that sort of stuff then perhaps we need to be careful not to get ourselves to a point where we aren't actually willing to use the money that we have to, to be a tool. 
Now the second part to that too is that obviously um, at a wedding, you know, everyone's throwing up their photos of how amazing the weekend was and stuff, and it, and it was an amazing weekend, um, and that sort of ties into today's topic, and it is visibility is a fake metric for success. Now, I don't know if I made this up or if I come across it and related to it, but I'm fairly certain that it was a bit of an off the cuff, oh, off the what's it called, off the cuff um, call from me on a podcast one time, and it's something that I said and then kind of realised what I'd said and thought, wow, that's it's so true. And what it, what it was is me processing thoughts from years and years of seeing all of this visibility for a lot of people but then them not actually having much success and I thought in a day and age where visibility is so rife and so accessible it has never been a worse metric for success. Now obviously everybody's got their own definition of success but the way I think we're being conditioned is to think that the picture that we see of people on Instagram or a video on TikTok or on Facebook or whatever, those snapshots of people's my uh, lives isn't actually a reflection of their whole life. Now, to take it back to myself, over this weekend, you know, I've gone from two weddings to a funeral and I'm crying at the funeral. Uh, but you know you're you're not seeing that. Uh, not that I was you know portraying my whole weekend and stuff. But then I get back to the airport today and I'm slightly hungover because uh, I met up with uh, some of the people after the funeral that I hadn't seen for a bit and we pushed the boat out. But so I'm a bit tired. It's just been a long weekend. And then I'm at the airport and it's fucking absolutely pissing down here in Auckland. And, uh, and so my flight's delayed. So I'm just basically like sitting in the airport waiting. But when you look at someone's social media, if you if they've been to a wedding, you're like, oh my God, you know, they've just had the most amazing time and look what they're wearing and all that. And that's where your mind goes to. It doesn't go, I wonder what else happened for that person in that weekend. And I think it's just something to be aware of because I think we're going to go further down that path as well. And I think we need to be mindful what it does to us. And I've got some examples written down here that... I keep an eye out for and that I think have helped me avoid a lot of the comparison type shit because for me my blueprint or model is that we should compare ourselves to who we were yesterday not to other people on social media so I don't follow too many people I try not to go into like the explore type thing um, on Instagram or even like Snapchat because I know that they are trying to keep people on the platform because I've spent over a hundred grand on Facebook marketing. So obviously to get people to spend that money, they need people to be on those platforms. So they're very good at serving you up content that's going to take you down a rabbit hole that you didn't even know you were searching for. That's why when you follow influencers that are going to push product and sell different things and show you different things, you have to understand that the likely outcome is that you will eventually purchase some of that shit. Do you actually need it? Who knows? But think about it. They're an influencer. You are following someone, asking them to influence your decision making. But we just, oh, why'd you buy that? Oh, because um, such and such had it. 
you know, you're being influenced. So if you're choosing to follow influencers that sell a product and demonstrate shit, understand that that is probably what your outcome is going to be. So maybe think about if you are a excessive purchaser of things online, where's that coming from? What can you trace it back to? Are you trying to find some happiness, fill up a gap that you've got because you're, you're miserable at your job or whatever, but is it because you are following people that are influencing you to go and do those things? The reverse can then be used too. Why not find people that can influence us to feel a certain way? Maybe it's to be inspired. Maybe it's to take better control of our finances. Maybe it's to be educated. Maybe it's to be healthier. You know, I think inspirers are probably better to follow and keep an eye on than influencers. So perhaps audit how many influencers you follow. I try not to follow them because I don't want to buy the shit that they're going to influence me to think that I probably need. It's not to say that I don't buy dumb shit and that I don't get influenced, but I noticed that that's the way the world was going, and I thought, hmm, that's probably not the path that I want to go down, so how can I be the influencer rather than being the influenced? Does that make sense? So visibility is a fake metric for success. What else does that mean? Well, it means that often the people that show up all the time and we think because we see them a lot, that they're successful, they, they aren't. And I've got a mate who's got a law firm, and he said, mate, you'll not believe the amount of times where a new client will say they need to come and speak to us, they'll turn up in the shittiest car, and we judge them looking out the window. When we get to know them, we realize, like, holy shit, these people are absolutely minted, but they drive around in those banged-up old Toyota Hilux or whatever it is, and they just don't care. Meanwhile... People will turn up in absolute amazing pieces of technology, i.e. vehicles, worth hundreds of thousands, and when they they think, fuck, this person must be loaded, they dig into it, and actually there's a shitload of debt behind it, they've got big trouble, they haven't been paying the IRD, there's all sorts going on, and it is an example of visibility is a fake metric for success. So be careful who you sort of aspire to follow or to keep an eye on or to compare yourself to because we're only ever seeing pockets of people's lives and then making judgments or assumptions, right? So why would we want to compare ourselves to other people when we don't actually know what it is that they've got going on? Sure, some people we know really, really well and we think, okay, maybe I would like to have some of those similar traits and be like that. Uh, that that's completely fine, but really... You, you, you're never going to know somebody as well as they're going to know themselves and all the other secrets that they don't have. So you know, be careful with how much of your thinking and your time you give to comparing your life to other people when you've got no idea what it else or what else they've got going on in the background. And it's that whole instaverse reality thing, right? Like, you know, say I had that photo up of me at a wedding over the weekend. It's like, well, Luke's been at a wedding and that's amazing. That's what people are going to ask me about if they've seen my social media. But am I putting up the fuck I've had to wait in, in an airport for three hours and my bloody flight's delayed and all those types of things, you know. Th- those are just the things that you're not going to see and people like to sort of portray the best version of themselves or the filtered version of themselves, the, the blemish-free version of themselves when we all know that we are all flawed humans. Right, what else have I got here? How, oh, yeah, this is a goodie. 
How do you and how do we measure success? Everyone's got their own definition of what success is. So why then would we compare ourselves to other people? Because I could just about guarantee you, you haven't asked many people, especially the people you follow or the people that you keep an eye on, hey, what's your definition of success? Because they could be going down a path that's completely different to yours. Do you ever ask people, hey, how do you measure success? Do you ever ask yourself that? And actually do that as an exercise. Think about what success looks like to you. Perhaps speak about that uh, with your partner as well and actually get clear on what it is that you're trying to achieve jointly and how you can help each other and yourselves become more successful because we've got to be able to find ways to measure it. Otherwise, we'll just accept either no measurement, we won't even have a clear goal of what we're working towards, or we'll probably just accept other people's versions of success. Or they've got a buddy new handbag or uh, a new car uh, or a new jet ski or something, and we think, oh, well, I don't have one of those. Um, they're really successful. To be successful, I should probably go and buy a jet ski as well. But you don't know. Maybe they've inherited that money from a recent passing, or and then they've gone and brought the jet ski, or they've financed the whole thing, and they're actually struggling to be able to meet, make the repayments, but everything looks honky-dory on the old social media when they're fucking skimming across the water on their jet ski and able to pay for the petrol that's uh, nearly $4 a litre, probably by the time this goes to air. And you're not thinking about any of that stuff. You're just thinking, wow, they've got a jet ski and they must be killing it. And uh, that old saying, like, oh, you must be killing it. And you're like, fuck, if only you knew. If only you knew. And I guess being a accountant, I get to be in a very privileged position where I see a lot of people's um, financial backgrounds and the truth. I get to see their balance sheets, their net worths perhaps, and what it is that they've got. And this is where I've learned this as well, that you know, don't judge by a book judge a book by its cover. Don't assume people's success or wealth or net worth and all these things and you, because you you will get it wrong and I've seen everything from people who I've thought fuck these guys must just be absolutely killing it and they've got really successful business because they're off doing heaps of different stuff and then I dig into it and I'm sort of like oh wow okay um, that doesn't reconcile with what I had assumed and then oh okay that's debt that's actually funding a lot of that or people who are absolutely minted and then they have no one to share it with and they say to you Luke money doesn't mean shit when you can't even enjoy it because you haven't got your health or you've got no one to actually enjoy it with and you go wow okay you know that's interesting I thought that this person with their multi-millions would be absolutely loving life and just living it up but they're actually telling you well fuck doesn't really matter a very very interesting role that I get to play being an accountant and seeing so many different ends of business and so many successful ones, uh, a lot of failed ones as well, and and seeing what people will do with their money. I've got this written down here too. You can't spend your Instagram likes. It's a rude shock for a lot of people, but you can't roll into the old countdown and say, hey, here's my groceries. Um, Can I please use all my Instagram likes? And Remember that you probably follow a number of people who are, in your mind, thinking you're thinking, wow, they're really successful and uh, they get so many likes on their posts and they're crushing it and all this shit. But really, they are in a world of pain, battling, because they don't know how to make money from it. 
and they are uh, not able to spend their Facebook likes and follows and shares and shit when they go to any counter or purchase anything online. So don't get trapped in thinking, oh, well, that person's so much better than me. Look, they get so many more likes on their posts and all these things. Comparison is the thief of joy. I don't know who's saying that is, but it's it's an absolute ripper and expectations and comparison will really fuck you up. I was talking to a person yesterday who ran third in a horse race and they were absolutely stoked because they went to the race with an expectation that they wouldn't run anywhere. So when they run third, they were absolutely over the moon and the people behind them were absolutely gutted. And the people behind them said to to them, oh, did you guys win the race? And they said, no, no, we just run third. And they're like, oh, okay, well, we run second. And the people that run second were absolutely fuming, whereas the people that run third were absolutely stoked. And they were kind of going, why are you guys fucking so excited when you've run third? We've beat you, and we're not even, we're, we're gutted. Well, the difference is obviously expectation. And they were, the people that run second were expecting to win, so everything was a disappointment for them when they run second. The people that run third had no idea that they were going to place and were absolutely stoked and over the moon. So just remember and just think about expectation and comparing yourself to other people. Stop comparing yourself to other people if you do. If you if you can't do that, address the root cause of why you're doing it and how you're allowing yourself to. Just go through and cull out all of the people that you were comparing yourself to in terms of um, if you're following them, to see them, to then be able to compare yourself. Go, well, actually, I'm not going to see them for the next 30 days. Just mute them or unfollow or when you go to have a look at their stuff and what they've brought and what they've done and how awesome their stories look with the filters on and shit just go whoa 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 hang on Luke we're not going to go down that path because you're only going to end up gutted because you're going to compare yourself to a moment in time and you've got no idea what the true reality of that story is so try and address the root cause of why you're allowing yourself to be able to compare yourself to others and don't go down there. Now figure out what you want. I've said that so many times in these 30 and 30s, and I think what makes a number of these things so much easier for me is that I've done so much work to get clear on the things that I want from my life, and I have to constantly go back and revisit them and think, fuck, am I on the right path? Am I getting? Am I just going to get distracted by the next influence that I decide to follow and because I get laser focused on what I'm trying to achieve, I find it easier to turn off the noise. I'm not going to just jump on and just go aimlessly searching to buy heaps of shit anytime this week because I've got no interest in that and I don't want any shit. So then I'm not gonna I'm not looking for influencers to encourage me to do that or to find out what the next e commerce thing is that everyone's purchasing or go and buy what everyone else is at the moment because it's the fashionable or cool thing to do. I just don't give a fuck because I'm too busy trying to figure out how I can do the things that I want and get the things that I want and achieve the things that I want. Um, And I've had to put time in to figure those things out. So don't just accept other people's goals or uh, desires and, and purchases and shit as things that you should be doing too just because you're not actually sure what it is that you want. You've got to put some time into figuring out what you want and be able to set goals and go after those things. I think I've told you that just about daily 
I write down what my goals are and what things I'm going after, and it just reminds me every single day, hey, those are the things. And I'm not writing down like, oh, yeah, I might fucking buy the next hat that I see the coolest influencer bloody pushing next week or something. None of that shit's there. You won't be writing that shit down either. But because you're not thinking about where you're wanting to go, you're just going to accept wherever the river takes you and the river of bloody influence on social media and stuff like that. One of the other things I do is write down three things I'm grateful for every day and I think it's a really good practice to do because it helps you see the world in a more positive light and to ensure that you are grateful for the things that you've got around you. I've been away for the last few days so I've got a big uh, big list to be doing, I've got all my goals to write down plus all the things I've been grateful for over the last few days and just try and stop and remember to do that and maybe you don't need to write it down every day but just build in the habit of being grateful it will encourage you to compare yourself less and have less desire for what other people are doing even less. Maybe set a calendar reminder on your phone or an alarm and have it pop up and just say, am I grateful or what am I grateful for? And take some time to actually stop and go, wow, I have all of these things around me. How good is this? And how happy does that make you? Rather than just drifting along, always thinking that you've never got enough and someone's doing better than you and you know all of that stuff because they are um there will always be somebody that will have a bigger boat a bigger house a bigger fucking rocket to get to space you know who knows I've just when flying back from the mount now um flying over some of these houses just going wow okay I, I, I can't even figure out where these houses are and I'm not, uh, I, it, it, and I use those things to inspire me rather than go like, oh, shit. Oh, man, their life must be awesome. Like, why can't I have that? I think, like, how have they done that? How have they thought that big? Like, how have they decided they need fucking eight bedrooms? You know, I'm very inquisitive about those types of things and very inspired by it. It's, uh, I stay away from the, oh, you know, lucky for them and, um, all, all of that sort of shit because it, ultimately it's not going to help me get closer towards the things that I want to achieve for myself, uh, for my family and my eventual children and things like that and for my community. So those are just things to inspire us, not to let us go, oh, you know, well, I'm never going to be able to do that and all that sort of shit because it's just not going to help us, right? Here's a few things to think about. You know, Go and audit who you're following and figure out why you're being influenced, how you made that decision is it just because some of your mates are following them and you think, well, I better follow this influencer too? Because you know that if you follow influencers that you're basically asking for them to influence you to to buy or make decisions that they're making themselves. So think about that and know yourself so that you can figure out whether you need to be careful of how much of that you're doing. Think about what success is to you, to your partner. Think about why it is that you're comparing yourself to others and how that is helping you. Think about who you think may be successful and then how you may have got that wrong or does it even matter and are they people that you want to be learning from or seeking guidance from or um, making assumptions about because I guarantee you if you're anything like me you'll probably misjudge people and be completely shocked so um, don't you know fall in that trap of of doing that for the rest of your life, judging people and kind of assuming that their life must be better than yours because blah, blah, blah. And it's just a waste of rental, uh, mental rent and, and energy because you could be spending that time thinking about the things that you want. Now, 
There we go. That has been visibility is a fake metric for success. This one's not necessarily financial, but it, but it is because all of these things are the things that if we can't tidy up, they end up determining how it is that we go about buying things or making financial decisions because we think, well, if it was good enough for blah, 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 then it's probably good enough for me. Or if all my friends are buying this bloody um, baby stroller, then I better buy it too. And there's fucking 800 bucks gone or whatever. Could you have not got a secondhand one from one of your mates that's actually not using theirs anymore? Who knows, you know? So these are the these are the, why I think these types of topics, although they might not seem about investing or saving money or making more or getting in control of your finances. I think they are the little pillars that hide along in the background that if we don't get in control of them, they end up popping up and they end up fucking us up. And done over a long period of time, we end up looking back and going, wow, what was I thinking? How did I go so far down that path? Think about the things that you want. Um, Remember as well that the housing thing as I've spoken about many times, it's sort of, it's New Zealand's most sought after thing to achieve, right? Having a home. And it's what I believe New Zealand has tried to encourage people to think success is, and that if you have a house, then you've made it, and you must be killing it, and all of this sort of shit. There'd be a whole heap of people listening to this that don't have a house thinking, fuck, that is the ultimate thing that I'm comparing myself is to the fact that I don't have a house. Well, just chill out. Why have you grabbed onto that? Where's the pressure coming from? Is it from you? Is it from other people? What What is it that you want? Do you actually have a plan to go after those things? Do you know that a lot of the people that do have those homes that you're comparing yourself to thinking, oh, if only I was like that, are probably really fucking miserable and probably hate the fact that they've got to go to work and pay their massive mortgage and can't sleep at night because they're worried about the interest rates going up and all these little things that you're not thinking about because you're just going, oh, I want that thing, I don't have it. Remember that people are probably in those same things that you want and actually not as happy as what you think and will still have problems that they're needing to get through and that they're faced with and they're figuring out how to uh, solve. So the world is not always as rosy as it seems on social media. I guess that's probably what this topic is about and it's not comparing yourself to other people. It will uh, be the demise of you and it will take away your joy. Comparison is the thief of joy. Visibility is a fake metric for success. Remember that one. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, she got it.